This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right. Now, just in case you think that I don't love nature and don't love animals, I was taken by this story and I thought you guys might be interested in lending a hand to help because they're calling for some help. But there's a little bit of beaver love that is blossoming at one of our rehabilitation centers. And I'm going to talk to Holly Duval, Alberta Institute for Wildlife Conservation Executive Director, all about it. Holly, thanks so much for being with me. Having us. So, first of all, um, I noticed that in the naming of these two, you name them by number, so I can't even call them cute little names. Why do you do that? Is it, is it because we, we can't develop a personal attachment to them, otherwise we'd be reluctant to release them back into the wild? So, yes. It, we hope that all of our patients um, and our beavers will be returning to our life in the wild next spring. So, we refrain from giving them names just because they're not pets, they're not zoo animals, they will be returning to the wild. So we want to make that distinction um, really clear and we you know, believe it's best for them as well. So um, a lot of the patients that we do see are admitted because of human interaction in some way. So with our experience, we realize you know, how important it is to you know, emphasize that wildlife is and should remain wild. So that you know, includes small gestures such as not naming them. Okay, so we've got Beaver 16946, who is the female, and we've got Beaver 17536, which is the male. Just for ease, let's call one Beaver 16 and one Beaver 17 as we're talking about them so people can keep them straight. So first tell us about Beaver 16. How did she come into, into your care? So she was admitted into our care last June, and she had suffered some injuries to her tail. She was found in the Calgary area golf course and brought into our care. We're approximately, she was about five weeks old at the time, and because she was injured and she was found alone with no beavers in the area, she did need to come into our care and go through the full rehabilitation process. We reached out to several wildlife centers across the country in North America to get more advice and get more knowledge about rehabilitating beaver kits so that we could provide a really great treatment plan for her. And over the last year, she's thrived in our care. She's done really well, but she's always been alone. And we've always been very aware of that. So introducing hold beaver on, number on, seven. Oh, go you, ahead. Yeah. Before you get there, we need to find out a little bit more about beaver 16. So do you know yeah. how it is that she got injured in the first place? We don't know. I mean, we can always, um, you know, we can only guess. Um, they can't tell us what happened to them. We assume potentially based on her injuries that maybe she was picked up by a predator and then dropped. There's no beavers in the area where she was found. So we're, we're just guessing essentially what happened to her. Did her injury look like it was caused by another animal as opposed to being caused by human? It did um, look like it was caused by another um, animal, yes. But again, we're just um, we're guessing at this point. So. What would be your normal path of then returning uh, um, a beaver back to the wild? So you said she's been in your care for a year. How long do you think you need to keep her in your care for? We plan to keep her in care for two years. So um, the research that we did showed that a lot of centers keep them in care for at least two years. Some go as far as three years, depending on the individual case. We plan to release her in spring 2018 and actually release her with the new beaver as well. What can you tell us about the way beavers like to live? Are they solitary animals? 
They're really social animals. They're very social within their own family unit. So that can include, you know, a male and a female and then whatever offspring they have. So that can include pups from the same year or rather kits from the same year or kits from previous years too. So they do spend in the wild two to three years with their parents before naturally dispersing on their own and finding a new territory. So they're very social animals within their own family unit. Would there be any worry about having her in for as long as two years that she would become too um, familiar with humans? Or are you able to kind of keep enough distance so that she'll be able to readapt to the wild? We're able to keep enough distance now, but it's always a concern that we have. So that's why we take measures such as not naming the patient for all very compassionate individuals um, um you know it is human nature to want to name you know animals and so forth but we really want to make sure that they remain wild as that's their best chance of survival when they do return back to the wild so it's always a concern but we try and be as hands-off as possible with the animals so that we do give them that best chance okay so talk about us th- about this stud that's now entered the scene beaver 17 tell us about him So Beaver 17 um, came in also in June, but of June 2017, and he was found in a northeast Calgary area storm drain, really odd location, far away from water, and he had a deep wound to his lower back. So we expect he was mauled by another animal. So both of them, we assume that they were attacked by animals, which is actually quite unusual for situations that we see at our centre. He came into care. Thankfully, he was able to be rescued and brought into our care. And he received a lot of um, intensive medical treatment to treat that wound. It was a really bad um, infected wound. So he did really well with that treatment. And then he was moved outside. So all of the animals go through a process of rehabilitation. And um, we want to get them outside as soon as possible, as that is really better for their well-being. So once he was moved outside, he was housed in an enjoining enclosure to Beaver 16, the female. So... We didn't force an introduction on them. We um, we actually really didn't think that there would be this um, reaction to the two of them. We have had other beavers in the past year come in, um, but they've been housed in the same enclosure he is, and they've never once shown any interest in beaver 16. So beaver introductions, if they're not related, can be really challenging um, and quite dangerous for the beavers. So we didn't want to force anything. And as beavers are nocturnal, when they are being fed, one evening by our staff, we found that they were actually interacting on their own through the divide that divided them, through the fence that divided them. So we took that as a really good sign. They were very curious in each other, smelling each other. There was no signs of aggression or anything like that. So all good signs. We reached out to other centers, a really solid plan for introduction. And we started the process of um, supervising introductions with the two of them. That is so neat. Okay, first of all, he has, he was uh, retrieved by you in June and it's only mid-August. How, how is his injury doing? Is he, is he fully recovered? He is fully recovered. And looking at him now, I mean, when he first came in, It was a deep wound on his lower back. All of his hair was missing. There was a lot of skin and tissue missing. And now to look at him, you wouldn't even know that that had happened. So he's already started to grow fair back in that area. And um, he's, you know, grooming himself really well in that area. He's no issues um, as a result of that injury. So we're really happy with how well he progressed from that. Can you tell us about the age difference between the two of them? Is there, would it be like a father-daughter kind of relationship? Or are you thinking there might be a little bit of romance going on here? Um, definitely not father-daughter. So he's two. So that's quite young still for a beaver and she's one. So if anything, it would be brother-sister that, um, or, you know, in the future, 
it may be more romantic, but they don't reach sexual maturity till they're three years old. So we're safe. Um, we will not be having any babies at our facility. So. so tell us about how the introduction went. Have they actually then been able to, to get nose to nose in the same enclosure? Yes, they've been able to get, um, you know, they've been able to touch each other in the same enclosure. They've groomed each other a little bit. They swam together. Um, they've had breakfast together. We're posting updates quite frequently on our social media channels and on our website. And um, yeah, they're really interacting very well. So we're so um, thrilled with how well they're doing. We didn't, this is not something that we expected at all. So the fact that they are doing so well and they really seem to enjoy one another's company is fantastic for both of them. Okay, I come from a big family. I got brothers. Sometimes there's some sibling rivalry. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. there's, some, there's, some, there's some fights that happen. What is it that you'll be looking out for to make sure that there, that there, doesn't, that there isn't any problems that you can avoid them? We'll be watching for, you know, any, you know, um, noises that they're making, any, you know, um, any agitated behavior if either one of them are exhibiting. So far, there hasn't been any of that. They've not been territorial over food or um, like, you know, lodges or any of their rest areas or branches or anything like that. They've shared food. They've shared branches. Um, so we haven't seen any of that. But we are still supervising their introductions. And as um, the weeks go on, um, or rather this week goes on, will, you know, lengthen the time that they're together and then step back a lot more too. So we still want to be a little bit more hands-on now because, like I said, danger, um, beaver introductions can be quite dangerous. They can harm one another, but we see no um, indicator of that happening Okay, so, so how does this change your plan? Because you had said with Beaver 16, you were planning on keeping her for another year. He's older. I wasn't sure if that meant that you were intending to return him back to the wild earlier, but... Uh, I'm assuming if they get along this well, you'll probably want to introduce them back into the wild together. Why don't you tell me how this has changed your, the, your approach? Exactly. So, yes, we always did um, plan on releasing her at approximately two years old. So she'll just be under that if we release her in spring 2018. And you're right, with the male, we have planned to rehabilitate him and release him. But we were quite nervous about that. We weren't really sure how he got injured. He was found in a really odd location. So... We assume, based on the history that we did have, that he maybe wasn't thriving very well on his own. And um, now that they're so bonded together in care, it's much better for them to be released as a unit back in the wild. So, again, we reached out to others in the field that have a lot of experience in this area so that we know we're doing the best thing for the animals. And we will be keeping him as well over winter and then releasing the two of them together in a really prime spot for have, beavers. Have you identified what that will be or do you keep that secret so that the public doesn't doesn't show up and and disrupt them we're keeping that secret for now um and um, as it gets closer um we may share that location but we do want to um there's still quite a way off for that to happen and you know a lot of things can change between them but for now we're keeping it confidential which gets us to our next point gofundme.com beaver finds a buddy because it's going to cost a lot of money to be able to keep both of them in food and water and veterinary care all the way up until spring of 2018 so what, what is it uh, give us an idea of the of the cost so when we um started the introductions and we you know thought about this from every angle we did break down the cost of what it would take to keep these beavers what we approximate will be another 40 weeks so for the food, water, husbandry care, um, it breaks down to, well, it equates to nearly $23,000 that it will cost to keep these beavers together in our care until they can be released next spring. That's a huge 
amount of funds. And so we have reached out to the public through a GoFundMe page asking for donations. Um, every little helps. If anybody is willing to donate to support the Beavers Care, it will go a long way and we would truly appreciate the support, as would the Beavers, I'm sure. Where do you normally get your funding from? Are you totally nonprofit? Yes. Um, so we are funded through private donations, successful grant applications, and we do. Um, we are eligible for casino funds and they come in usually every two years. How many other animals are you taking care of along with beavers 16 and 17? So right now, there are two of 150 animals we currently have in care. So it's um, very busy for us. We're just going into migration season for wildlife in Alberta. And we are, we're very busy, especially with critical cases. We have a lot of birds of prey with ring fra- sorry, wing fractures, emaciation cases. We have a lot of trauma cases in our hospital right now. So it's very busy um, and an expensive time for us. Are they, is this a particularly expensive project that you're on with these two beavers, though, because of just the nature of them as well as the, the amount of time they're going to be with you? Yes, it definitely is expensive. And, and as we go forward, too, we see that wildlife rehabilitation is an expensive field as well. Um, to rehabilitate an individual animal, it's anywhere from over $100 to well over $1,000, depending on the species and the trauma and their treatment plan. And every year, the demand for our services increases as well. So it's a huge pressure that um, is put on us to care for these animals. And we do want to provide them with the best care so that they have, you know, ultimately the best chance of being returned to the wild as well. So it's a lot of um, funds that go into these animals. But like I said earlier, 95% of the cases we see are human-related in some way. So that's hitting a car or barbed wire or hitting a window. So we really do feel that, you know, it's owed to these animals that they get a second chance. So are people able to watch the postings that you have on your Facebook page or on your website? They can do both. So they can go to our website and that will take them directly to our GoFundMe page or they can go on our Facebook page too and that will show um, all of the videos that we post and provide a link to our GoFundMe page as well. And our Instagram page too. We um, post um, a lot of the same content across our channels. Well, neat story. And thanks so much for sharing it with us. Good luck in reaching your target. Appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for your time, too. You got it. That was Holly Duval, Alberta Institute for Wildlife Conservation, Executive Director. I figured all these conservation groups are all independently funded and just rely on your generosity to be able to meet their targets. 150 animals are taken care of. Beavers 16 and 17, I'm telling you, it may start out as brother and sister, but if you're watching Game of Thrones, I know where this is going. And it's going to cost about $23,000 for the care. So far, four days since they posted this, you've got 44 people who have contributed $3,645 already. That's pretty generous. So if you want to help uh, them to meet their goal, you just go to AIWC. That does stand for the Alberta Institute for Wildlife Conservation, AIWC.ca. Let me take a pause. We have time for your calls. We have time for other topics. When we return, if you want to weigh in, 403-974-8255. We'll be right back on News Talk 770. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.